across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. This episode is brought to you by Rebus University. Hey guys, Pat here. You've heard me talk about Rebus University and the success we're having with it. Have over 120 people taking the listing agent course right now as we speak. Wanted to read you a, a comment. I've got seven comments, all five star comments on it. And it says, wow, first class material. Jeff Cohn is a rock star. Rachel Adams is a rock star. All the presenters deliver tons of value. Thank you, Pat, for drawing out that little extra from each presenter. If you are a realtor or thinking about becoming one, invest in yourself with Rebus University. I couldn't say it better. Dion hit it right on the head. We've had a ton of people graduate. The other day I read off the list. We've had a lot of people in there talking on the dialogue section. Some of the, the greatest things that people like are, are the way we talk about rapport building, commission enhancements, sales techniques, objection handling, all the good stuff that are going to help you beat your competition over and over again on listing appointments and never ever ever lose a listing again to a competitor and we make sure that by creating quizzes there's 42 tests that you got to take and get an 80 percent or better on before you get your certificate as a pass for a certified listing agent so as a listener of the show i i have a coupon it's a hundred bucks off just go to hybendigital.com backslash discount hybendigital.com backslash discount it'll take you to the rebus site and uh, on the rebus site which is rebusuniversity.com you can look at you can even play in some of the modules you can look at a couple of the the videos for free kind of take it for a test run highly recommend it and of course when you get the course on how to win every listing you get 28 downloads that are completely downloadable print them out change them make put your name on and make them the way you want that all these eight agents from around the world who are top 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 listing agents use on a daily basis when they go on their listing appointment. So in addition to the 10 hours plus of video, the 42 quizzes and the 28 downloads, you get all of that. And then you get a discussion board where you can talk to other Rebus students at the same time. So hybendigital.com backslash discount. Now on with the show. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest. I have one of the top 30 under 30 of all realtors. All realtors. Only 30 make it each year. And we have Harrison Beecher on the phone. And he is kicking butt down in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. We're going to find out what he's doing at such a young age and how he has jump-started his biz. So, Harrison, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Good morning. Happy to be here. 
So, hey, Harrison, why don't you give us a little rundown, a little story on yourself so our audience can get to know you better? Absolutely. A uh, young man born in Augusta, Georgia, moved up to Silver Spring, Maryland when I was about seven years old. Lived there till I went to college in Washington, D.C. Now my wife and I live back in Northeast D.C. Um, with our two dogs. And, yeah, just got married a year ago and just growing the business, enjoying life and uh, trying to keep it moving. That's awesome. How about some nitty-gritty? Like, how many houses have you sold in the last 12 months? Last 12 months, we're a team, my team, and I just started a team of me and a buyer's agent. We're at about 46 units in the last 12 months. Okay. Um, last six months, so this start to this year has been great. We're at about 33 units um, so far this year and about almost 15 million so far. And so um, when did you add a buyer agent? That was in January of this year. Um, okay. She actually kind of sought me out, and uh, it's been kind of a showing associate role. And I've moved her up to more official buyer's agent um, really within the past three months. So I'm actively just growing and getting some leverage in here so I can have a bit of my own time back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're selling, I mean, pretty much for the first half of the last 12 months. Obviously, you're doing it all by yourself, you know, three or four houses a month. I mean, that's about... That's about max capacity for most people, especially if you're working buyers and sellers. And that's that's uh, beautiful news, beautiful news. So why don't you give us a little idea of why do you think you got chose for Railroad Magazine's 30 Under 30 this year? Uh, for one, I think it's the support of kind of my family, friends, and clients, uh, and just how much they have gone to bat for me, referred me to people, and uh, supported me. So first, it's them. But also, I was very strategic with it. I applied four times previously and got rejected. Um, and when I, last year, was able to make it to the 50 finalists before making the top 30, I did that in 2015. And I didn't get it. And not getting it was crushing to me. But it also said, all right, got to take some action. What action are you going to take to accomplish your goal in the last year of eligibility? Because I turned 30 next week. So I just made the cut. Um, I changed brokerages. I you know, got a bit more purposeful about in terms of my vision board, specific goals, things I needed to hit. Um, and this past year, I think I crafted a story and had the sales to back up uh, what the 30 under 30 embodies every year. So uh, I made the cut. <laughs> well, congratulations. Congratulations. So let's talk a little bit about your business. So um, where's where are these deals coming from you're rolling in three four deals a month they're you know they're they're not just showing up on the deal tree what uh, how how are you creating this business absolutely well i'm really fortunate to have about 85 percent of that comes in from referral um, past clients, sphere of influence. Now, I was always fortunate to have a big network to begin with. Facebook started my freshman year of college. So I, from the first day Facebook was around, I was really intentional and always had a big Facebook group. In fact, to this day, I kind of have to be selective with the friends I accept because I'm always at that 5,000 limit. Um, but also Instagram, Twitter, uh, social media are things where I'm purposeful about the people that know me, letting them know that I sell real estate that I'm knowledgeable about real estate, that I'm knowledgeable about the neighborhoods in which I sell, and that I'm good at what I do. So for me, it's been staying in touch with my sphere and giving them the tools they need to refer me. And then when somebody is sent a quick, prompt response and getting to the appointment, that's a big thing that the past year is going from somebody reaching out to me saying like, hey, I'm interested in buying or selling. Before I would give an hour conversation and talk to him forever. Um, my business coach uh, last year really encouraged me to get from that lead to the appointment. Because if I get him face to face, 
the conversion rate is much higher. All right, so let's talk about the whole process here and break this down because on the show here we like to give actionable content. We like to be we like to give stuff that is not a cliche, but is a you know an exact thing of how to do it. So I don't want to say hey Facebook. I'd rather say hey you know Harrison what exactly give us some like posts that you might post to your 5,000 friends that uh, lets them know that you're in real estate that you're a serious real estate agent and that you're a good real estate agent what what do you do other than just friend them absolutely um so i do have my personal page and i have my business page my business page only has about it covers around 1,300 followers, and I don't pay for them. They're all organic and real people that choose to follow the page. Facebook's algorithm does reduce the amount of engagement from your business page. So weekly, I get Monday mornings, I go to my business page, and I schedule out the posts that are going to go for that week. I've got a folder in my computer that I have a couple local, both real estate blogs, lifestyle blogs, like things that tell you what's going on in the city in D.C., upcoming events, things that are interesting, not all real estate. I'd say probably about 75% real estate, 25% other like lifestyle stuff. I show, I put those to my business page. Then I will strategically throughout the week share maybe one or so of those real estate related posts or development related posts to my personal page. Additionally, whenever there's any action with a sale or a new listing or something where the people are involved, I don't focus on numbers. I focus on the relationship, what I did for that person, how happy they are. People love to share those stories of success. So for me, the pictures I post, I focus those on Instagram, and I make sure I always share the Instagram pictures of settlement or positive things directly to my personal Facebook page and my Twitter um, so that it's aggregated by those hashtags and people see consistent, positive, happy activities with your clients and friends. And for folks that aren't selling very much yet, before I had a lot to sell, I would share the cool properties I was looking at. A, mind, a mindset shift for me was around before I had the business, I made sure I was constantly communicating my knowledge and mastery of the market by if I was showing a property. I would say, look, this is a beautiful kitchen. Or I would, you know, look, this is an awesome backyard. Have a conversation that's constantly keeping me front of mind for people in real estate. So it's connecting the business page to your personal strategically, planning out those business posts, and if you got pictures, stories of success, stories of excitement that are connected to people, share those pictures through your Instagram if you've got it, which you should have, and make them go to your personal page and your Twitter page. That package of consistent activity keeps me front of mind and keeps people reaching out to me and wanting to give me referrals. Wow. Okay. So, like, let me get this straight. So, basically, you're showing a house to a couple and you're like, hey, and you hold up the, the, the camera and you say, let's do a selfie, you do a selfie. And then you're like, here's me with Patricio and Arnez looking at this house on Umpty Ump Street. And then you're at settlement and you're like, hey, selfie. Psh, pop. And then you're like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Here's me with Jane and, and Rudy, you know, settling on this house. Just stuff like that constantly. Constantly, I'd say I don't, I don't normally do as much with the showings. I like to share when it's under contract, like a beautiful picture of the house when it's under contract, and then the picture at closing. And as we know, you know, you, you try to keep your conversion rates higher, but not everything that goes under contract closes, but your sphere doesn't know that. They always just see that you're posting a lot of pictures. They see the activity. So I, I try to focus on the contract or closing in terms of pictures. 
And then in terms of the other content, it's new restaurants opening, it's new development updates, it's, you know, even tax, like Maryland just, you know, increased, Montgomery County increased their property tax um, transfer. So I share stuff like that on the business page. So it's a mix of both, but always keep it positive and always keep it something that, you know, folks like to engage with and share, which are positive, happy pictures. Yeah. Positive, happy pictures. That's it. If you just think like that and just share them as much as possible. So what else are you doing that's purposeful in regards to, you know, getting so much referral business? Absolutely. Um, I do first-time homebuyer seminars. Um, I've cut back on them, I'd say, over the past 12 months because, fortunately, I've been busy enough through just kind of my sphere um, of influence to get referrals that way. But in 2000, I want to say 11, 12, and 13, I was really purposed on for purposeful about doing um, at least two of those a quarter, first-time homebuyer seminars, and I partnered with organizations that I already had an end with. So to me, I went to Georgetown University. I focused on our alumni association. I actually started the home buyer seminar program with them. And in Washington, D.C., there's a down payment assistance program called D.C. Open Doors, which is run by the D.C. Department of Housing uh, and Finance. I started a seminar program with them to promote that first-time down payer, that first-time buyer uh, down payment assistance program. And through that program, that's now their biggest um marketing activity they do and they gave me an award last year for being their realtor of the year because i started that seminar program so the seminars connect to my sphere because it gives a less you know commitment oriented opportunity for people that know me or friends that want to connect folks with me to come to a seminar hear me speak about the home buying process i'm there with a lender and just kind of give me a chance to audition with them on a less pressured stage and the conversion rate from those is pretty good I actually like them when they're smaller because sometimes those big seminars with like and big meaning like 40 to 50 more pe- people or more, you don't get as, as much of a personal connection or the opportunity to talk with people. The best seminars, in my opinion, are 15 to 20 people because then you can have the connection, have the opportunity to speak after. Um, and it's an opportunity for people to hear you talk about what you do and how well you do it. Wow. Wow, that's great because you know there's there's a lot of programs out there that I think that the governments offer that people don't know about and agents don't know about. I mean, there's nothing really uh, forceful in some of these programs to get the word out to other realtors to know about it. So here you took the bull by by the horns essentially and said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna promote it for you guys and I'm gonna create it to first time homebuyer seminar." They needed that marketer, which was you. Absolutely. And, and one other quick thing about those seminars, Pat, I try to keep the speaking portion pretty tight. So normally like 25 to 30 minutes at most. And even that's kind of long. The most powerful portion of a seminar run by a real estate agent is the opportunity for audience engagement and questions. And you keep focusing on the importance of setting up the one-on-one meeting with people after. You don't want to tell them everything. And I've learned a lot over the years from doing them. My first seminars were like an hour and a half comprehensive 30-page handout and I'll never forget uh, I was invited to a friend of a friend's housewarming party and I show up and the guy's like hey I came to your seminar man my realtor and I love the handout you gave us because that showed us everything to do and I was like oh wow okay uh, so, <laughs> so, so then, you know I learned to, to be a bit more you know concise with it and share your stories of expertise and some of the logistics, but you don't have to give all of the tricks of the trade away because that's why they need to work with you. But it's like a, a short, think of it as an audition and the opportunity to share information openly 
with the hope and the, the understanding that people will come to you for the complete product. Wow. What uh, sort of phone apps are you excited about that you're using in your real estate uh, business now? Um, I really like the HomeSnap app, which, uh, you know, for our area is connected to our MLS or MRIS. The HomeSnap agent app is a very awesome interface in terms of being able to look listings up, communicate with clients, get the contact and showing information. I like that one a lot. Um, I also really love now TaskRabbit, um, which is a website and an app that allows you to hire on-demand help. Um, think of it as like Uber for an assistant or whatever else you need. Um, so, if, so let's say like when I do my home buyer seminars, right? I want to get somebody to be at the door to sign people in, capture information. TaskRabbit is a great help. It's only about 19 to at most like 24, 25 bucks an hour for a couple hours. Call it 50 bucks. You've got somebody who's dedicated sitting there and going to capture much more contact info than just putting a piece of paper out. And for open houses, Pat, I used this last weekend or a couple weekends ago. I've got a condo open house in Maryland. Um, I communicated with all the other listing agents that had uh, active listings in the building. I said, hey, guys, can we try to do as many open houses as we can this weekend? I will front for the task rabbit to stay in the lobby, collect people's information, invite them up and make a sheet that shows all the open houses that are available. And that was able to almost triple open house traffic from the previous weekend where I only had a few people. So uh, TaskRabbit is an awesome site for being able to hire quick help. Um, and they're also like vetted and insured by the app. So, you know, it's not too weird or awkward of finding somebody off the street. Yeah, that's awesome. I've used Favor before, F-A-V-V-R or something like a Favor um, anyways, it, uh, it's the same exact thing, you know, anything you need. I mean, it could be clean your house. It could be pick you up a cup of coffee because you don't got time to do it. Uh, it could be, you know, anything that's, that's brilliant. And, and dig a little deeper into a home snap because I think a lot of people don't understand that. What, what, what exactly is it and how does it work? For sure. So home snap is basically a direct connected MLS alternative to your third-party sites like Trulia, Redfin, and Zillow. Because um, I don't know about other areas MLSs, but as you can comment, you know, our local MLS doesn't have the best interface. It's not as kind of sexy or cool as the third-party sites that everybody uses. Um, but I think HomeSnap is a definite contender because they've invested, they got some engineers that said, hey, let's make our interface look cool to be competitive with the apps people are using. So in terms of usability, uh, it does allow you, wherever you are, the GPS location to look up properties nearby and property history. Uh, the agent side of it, another really cool feature is it aggregates the agent data as well. So let's say I get an offer from somebody. I can look them up on HomeSnap, and it pretty quickly gives me a 24-month summary of what they've sold, where they sold it, what their percentage of you know list price to sales price is. So for me, in terms of walking into a meeting or an offer or something with somebody, uh, I can use it to both have reference on how experienced they are, and if I'm writing an offer on someone else's listing, then I can look and see where they sell and hopefully find some form of reference to help me build rapport with them. So it's kind of like a LinkedIn for agents, if you will, in terms of showing a resume. And it's just a great interface for consumers and buyers as well to look up properties and have a directly MLS connected app that has more accurate data than Redfin, Zillow, and Trulia because it is correct, directly connected to and owned by our local MLS. Wow, that's great. That's great. And you can give it to your people and you can have your account on there. So they're looking up there. It's always a, attached to you, right? 
Correct. Um, and it's, I mean, for that side of it, it's free. And I actually uh, use them for advertising as well. They have a great uh, Facebook and Instagram advertising platform that's pretty uh, direct and easy. Basically, whenever you sell something, they build a campaign that will post, I think it's like like 100 bucks per transaction, um, that will post to your targeted demographic. And since I've been using it for the last three months, I've gotten both screenshots, text, and phone calls from friends in my sphere and outside saying, hey, I saw your app. Like, you're killing it. Great job. And it kind of further helps to contribute to the, you know, owning that mind space of my sphere of influence that I'm, I'm doing well in real estate. Yeah, I think with this sphere, especially at a young age, I think it's important to show that you're busy and that you're serious about the profession because I think the the instinct of people is, oh, you know, well, he'll be doing something else in another year or two years. You know, real estate's tough. A lot of people quit or he's inexperienced. He or she's inexperienced. So if you could show that you're constantly on the move, that you're constantly with people that are seriously thinking about buying or selling or that are buying or selling, it just reinforces that, hey, you know, Harrison is that this is his job. This is, you know, who he is and uh, we'll use him. You know, because he's serious about it. Oh, man, it's huge. I mean, because, like, you know, if you think about what it takes to get somebody to work with you, you know, they got to know you, they got to like you, and they got to trust you as a professional. And social media kind of gives a lot of us a leg up because we're already connected to people that know us and some of the people that like us. And if we can use that free medium to kind of solidify in their minds that they can trust us as a professional because we are serious, we do this a lot. You know, we still have a life outside of it. Like, that's important, too. You can't just blast your social media with only real estate, but I'm, I'm pretty purposeful in, you know, making sure that a consistent activity people see me doing is assisting other people sell and buy real estate and having a good time doing it. And it's, it, we share the good stories and people want to be a part of that. That's great. What about networking? When you're finally face to face, what are some tips or techniques you could offer of, of things that you actually say to people to get them to be loyal to you? Absolutely. Um, Again, a big part of my networking is working within the spheres I'm connected to already. So my local college alumni network, my high school alumni network. Um, I did play football here at Georgetown University, so I'm active with a lot of the Georgetown athletics events and programs. So I just make sure that I show up to the events to begin with. So like if you're around and they see you and know you, that's one thing. And when you're there, when you've done the right thing with your social media, people, a lot of people have a sense already and know that I sell real estate. Um, and they'd start conversations. So I always make sure that when people engage me in conversations, I ask more questions <laughs> and kind of get some info before I just start blabbing off too much. And I try to, unless somebody corners me or has like really specific questions, I really like to share kind of more stories of recent success as opposed to diving really deep into their problems or what they need at that moment. Again, if you focus on getting to the appointment, you use that leader, that first introduction, as a way to gather some background information. Make sure they have all of yours and you have all of theirs to set up the, the background appointment. Two things that really help me at networking events with kind of capturing contact and moving to the appointment is uh, my business cards. I was really strategic about putting a big blank area on the back of my business cards that uh, are also on matte paper. So it's not like a glossy paper on my business card, so it's very easy to write whatever, like notes on it. You know, some business cards have like the lines and follow-up appointment and notes. Mine isn't like that. It's got my social media up top and then a little area in the bottom for other notes or details or whatever. So I make sure I can always 
keep a bunch with me and keep a pen to be able to write. Additionally, I use an iPhone, and in iPhones, you can set up shortcuts for uh, like acronyms. One of the acronyms I have saved in my iPhone that allows me to quickly text my full contact info to somebody is I save the acronym hashtag S-I-G-G, right? When I type that into my phone, I've already pre-typed my full uh, business contact, including my phone number, email address, office address, business website, um, and a quick call to action. Like, would love to set up the appointment, thank you for connecting, or something. And I find by having that quickly, if somebody gives me their number, I can shoot them a quick text message in 22 seconds with all of my background contacts, and then I save their information very descriptively. So I have something when I'm following up within the next few days that describes who they are, and I know for sure they have my complete contact information as well. Yeah, that that's really smart. I like that. Uh, hashtag S-I-G-G. And you could just do you – know, there's there's so many that you can do. As a matter of fact, my, my kids – played a joke on my wife they changed her uh, <laughs> uh things and they made like whenever she said hi h-i it would say like poop you know <laughs> and so she kept going on her phone and it kept showing up poop and she'd be like what the heck is going on why is it i can't say, you know every time i say it, and she drove her crazy and they were laughing like crazy but yeah i like that so what book are you reading now uh the book i'm diving into now i'm actually going back again and reading good to great by jim collins again um I had done it in a book club a few years back. And let me take a back step here. I'm not a reader. I don't like to, to read a lot of books. But since I hired my coach, my business coach, uh, the end of last year, adding books into um, just my routine and just kind of continuing to grow and learn has been huge. So right now I'm, I'm re-going through Good to Great by Jim Collins. But a few big books this year have been uh, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by um, Gary Keller, which is, you know, kind of the the footprint for the Keller Williams model, um, the one thing by Jay Papasan and Gary Keller, um, and also the Miracle Morning for real estate agents. Um, I did that one on tape, but just as kind of a, a, a mind shift, mindset shift in terms of how you treat your mornings, getting up an hour earlier, building in some consistent activities, and getting results. Yeah, so, all all three. All, your go-to, all excellent, all excellent books. So, what kind of things? is your coach trying to drill into your head now at this point in your career? Being better uh, about my accounting and profit and loss statements, um, understanding exactly where the money is going in and how the money's coming in, where the sources of those leads are, and what I'm spending money on. I'd always focused before on just selling as much as I could and knowing that with the pace at which my business has grown, it's always worked itself out. But now as I look to have a buyer agent and hopefully a full-time admin by the end of the year, I have to be much more organized in terms of my budgeting and what I spend money on. So that's really been our focus this summer. Uh, before that, it was just kind of building in activities to track leads and understand kind of where you stand. Something she told me early on that really is kind of stuck in my head is, you're not a professional if you don't keep score. And oh, I was like, man, nice. that's it. That's a huge, you know, and you know, I was a former athlete, so all those any sports analogy resonates with me very easily. And I'm like, but you're not a professional if you don't keep score. And in real estate, in real estate, keeping score is understanding, you know, how many appointments or how many leads do you get, how many leads do you get to appointments, how many appointments do you get to contracts, be it buyer agencies or ratified per, uh, listings, um, and then how many of those to closing. 
And knowing those numbers and knowing what you have to hit in order to you know, achieve the gross commission and income you need is how to do it. Like nobody that achieves big numbers of success does it by accident. There's always a plan and a purpose with it. So she's been helping me kind of critique that and, and track it just to know where I stand. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's wrap this up, Harrison, with our flagship question, and that is this. If I took you and I took the other, let's just do 30 under 30. Let's say I took all 30 of you guys and threw you on an island. Now, this island, bear in mind, has a lot of commerce. People are buying and selling things. Money's being spent. Houses are being sold, right? And I gave each of you guys a 1000 bucks a laptop, computer, and a phone. And I said, okay, whoever sells the least amount of houses every week gets thrown off of this game show. If you can last 30 weeks, sell the most amount of houses of all the other 29, 30, under 30 people, you win 5 million bucks. How are you going to win this game show knowing no one on this island? Hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one, man. I'm going to win that game show by selling the most houses. So i got to think of my skill set, my go-to. <laughs> I would take that 1000 bucks. I would get some food and beverage of some kind <laughs> from the island or get the other people to make me some, some cocktails and some food, have an event where I bring as many people. I go door to door and then knock and get as many people to come to this event as possible. And in front of that big group, sell my services and try to pick up as many clients as I can at that event. So that'd be my focus, having some type of fun event, getting in front of a lot of people and working to convert as many of those people at a single event as I could. Awesome. Well, I'll come to the party if I live there, buddy. That that uh, that sounds that sounds fun. So, Harrison, listen, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Congratulations on your success there. Congratulations on your Realtor Magazine nomination, and uh, best of luck. And, hey, next time I'm down in D.C., we'll get together and break some bread. Sounds great, Pat. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great one. This episode is brought to you by Rebus University. Hey guys, Pat here. You've heard me talk about Rebus University and the success we're having with it. Have over 120 people taking the listing agent course right now as we speak. Wanted to read you a, a comment. I've got seven comments, all five star comments on it. And it says, wow, first class material Jeff Cohn is a rock star. Rachel Adams is a rock star. All the presenters deliver tons of value. Thank you, Pat, for drawing out that little extra from each presenter. If you are a realtor or thinking about becoming one, invest in yourself with Rebus University. I couldn't say it better. Dion hit it right on the head. We've had a ton of people graduate. The other day I read off the list. We've had a lot of people in there talking on the dialogue section. Some of the, the greatest things that people like are, are the way we talk about rapport building, commission enhancements, sales techniques, objection handling, all the good stuff that are going to help you beat your competition over and over again on listing appointments and never, ever, ever lose a listing again to a competitor. And we make sure that by creating quizzes, there's 42 tests that you got to take and get an 80% or better on 
before you get your certificate as a pass for a certified listing agent. So as a listener of the show, I, I have a coupon. It's 100 bucks off. Just go to hybendigital.com backslash discount. Hybendigital.com backslash discount. It'll take you to the Rebus site. And uh, on the Rebus site, which is rebusuniversity.com, you can look at, you can even play in some of the modules. You can look at a couple of the, the videos for free. Kind of take it for a test run. Highly recommend it. And of course, when you get the course on how to win every listing, you get 28 downloads that are completely downloadable. Print them out, change them, make, put your name on them, make them the way you want. That all these eight agents from around the world who are top, top, top listing agents use on a daily basis when they go on their listing appointment. So in addition to the 10 hours plus a video, the 42 quizzes and the 28 downloads, you get all of that. And then you get a discussion board where you can talk to other Rebus students at the same time. So hybendigital.com backslash discount. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.